that time of the week again. It's time for Chit Chat Across the Pond, episode number 486 for May 11th, 2017. And I'm your host, Allison Sheridan. This week, I've asked Joe Duganzik to return back to the show. He's the host of the home automation series called uh, Smarter Home Life over at SmarterHomeLife.com. And he's going to return to regale us with stories of what's going on with the Amazon Echo devices. Hey, Joe. Hey, Allison. So uh, I feel like I've been talking to you a lot this week. Yeah, yeah. Joe and I have been having a lot of fun for the last two or three days. I, I think you picked either the best or the worst person to say, hey, want to experiment with the echo voice messaging? <laughs> oh, no, it was absolutely the uh, the, the best person. <laughs> so we, we shouldn't get too far ahead of ourselves. But no, uh, no, no. a couple of things have been happening with uh, with the echo this week, huh? A, cu- a couple, yeah, with this week, and and I think according to the little the rundown, we're gonna go, uh, we're gonna get in our time machine and go backward a little bit. Maybe you wonder if that's gonna be the next device that Amazon introduces, some sort of time machine. Time machine. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I would like to apologize in advance for uh, Joe. It has the pleasure of having construction being done. What on the wall next to your uh, office? Yes, there? I feel like actually, if you remember the movie, batteries not included, and yes. at the end they were trying to preserve that one little apartment building, and they built like this whole city. Around it. I feel like that's what's happening is now there's construction on the other side. So I, I'm, I've aligned the microphone to try to avoid it, but I would have to be in an underground bunker to. It sounds like somebody's <laughs> trying to break in this pounding. Yeah. I wanted yeah, to tell but the got, audience, we are aware of that sound. Yeah, I'll, I'll be checking my smart lock to make sure no one gets in. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So let's roll back the clock. Uh, last week, on, or was it two weeks ago? On two weeks April ago, 26th, I think. What, yep. what did Amazon announce? So Amazon introduced what many people <laughs> considered a April Fool's joke that was a little bit late, like their PR department just you know, made a mistake. Um, the Echo Look. That's a physical device, right? Because we're going to talk about physical devices and is, audio and uh, apps. And, and virtual devices, right? Uh, so the Amazon Look is, was their first device that – that actually has a camera on board. Uh, I'm going to just pull this up um, on their site so I know exactly. This has been a couple of days since I've looked at it. It's, it has a camera. It has the standard you know, microphone array and a speaker. Um, but it's not it's, – it's really designed as, as they're basically touting this for fashion, fashion advice where it can take your picture. It can compare it to – um, other pictures that you've taken as it may learn your wardrobe and your style. And ultimately it could use uh, deep learning and, and so uh, Amazon of yourself. Right. Okay. To, to ultimately figure out, you know, are you wearing the best outfit? Do you look your best? And I believe that they're also going to eventually, as it gains enough information and they feed it information potentially you know an anonymous we hope from other users of this device and other information that Amazon feeds into it probably from their own you know selling of fashion on the uh, amazon.com site that they could actually make additional basically make new recommendations so that if you perhaps if you didn't know what to wear today it could simply say well hey here's a potential outfit for you Really? And uh, okay, of course, so it couldn't this, it couldn't show it to you because it doesn't have a display. But it right. What would it? Uh, hmm. What, what would it do? Would it link? Would it just say go to www dot? <laughs> yeah. That the the problem is no one has one of these at this point. It's okay. right now. It's an in, it's an invite only uh, an invite only uh, situation, which I think is them 
Amazon admitting that this is a little bit of an experiment. Uh, it's invite only. There is no ship date at this point. It's a $200 device. Um, so again, uh, camera, it has the flat, uh, four front LEDs. Um, oh, so it'll light you up when it takes it'll light, your light you up. It's, it's been, it's been pictured on their site and other people have joked about that. You would put it in your closet. I think some people are going to have a problem with this device. I mean, number one at all with a, with a device from Amazon that has a camera in it, but sticking it in your closet and having it, what, watch you get dressed. I think that's. I'm not yeah. really not so sure about that. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. So, do you think? Uh, how do you feel about getting fashion advice from a camera in your closet? Well, number one, I I I really don't know, and, and number two, I I seem to think, and and maybe people might comment. Uh, and on YouTube, I was joking with you before. You you get interesting comments from people, so I feel like I have pretty good fashion sense. That's not necessarily a given. I mean, I am I am a gay man. Uh, not, not all gay men. Typical, are you? I'm not being stereotypical. Not all gay men necessarily have the best of fashion sense, but I feel like I'm 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 okay. And but I just feel okay. So the the official feature of this thing is called Style Check. Oh, okay. uh, you know the, the recommendation, the new recommendation engine for your fashion. I'm not sure about this, and in fact. Apparently, a lot of other people are not sure about this. In fact, uh, uh, Media Post Communications did some polling recently saying that 82 percent of who they polled probably wouldn't buy it. Hmm. And they had a number, another number that said 27 percent said they definitely would not buy this thing. Wow. Um that that's interesting. I I get the, the feeling, though, that a lot of times we say that before we can understand something. Of course. And uh, so I, I, I cannot imagine this is for me because I don't really care. Um, <laughs> in my case, I'm a, I'm a straight woman whose husband dresses her. So, you know, I, I, definitely not for me. I've already got somebody who goes, you're not going out of that. So, <laughs> well, that's a, that's an interesting device. So uh, when, did, when does that one come out? We don't know. It's an invite only, just like the original Echo. There is, I just double checked to see if there was an, an update on when it's going to be shipping. It's a rolling shipping uh, arrangement. So whenever people get the invite, then you would get uh, the ability to order it. We don't even know at that point would, whether it would ship immediately. Um, okay. You know, to, to play devil, and again, it's a $200 device. So this is more expensive um, by twenty dollars than the original full size Amazon Echo, which um, I guess right now they've discounted it for Mother's Day because every mother needs an Amazon Echo. But um, to play devil's advocate for just a second, I mean, number one, sure, this this could be another great advance. It's another experiment by Amazon. Maybe it takes off. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it it does gather data. We know that. The millennial generation, the younger generation is all in on, number one, voice control. They're all in on just handing, you know, their data and information over to just about anyone. So maybe this will be popular with them. Um, some of the polling, I don't know, that indicated, um, you know, based on age groups. Yeah, you know, that's that's a good point. Looking at the, the younger, the young, these kids today, you know, <laughs> they're they're all about taking pictures of what they're wearing, right? That's that's a big exactly. thing. So that's... It it I could see this turning into something. I really could. Uh, it's not going to be for Joe or Allison, but uh, I, I think that's interesting. And it's enabled. I mean, it's Lady A, take a picture. Lady A, take a video. Now, 
whether that whether you can share those, I would assume that there'll be some way that you could say, hey, share it to Instagram. To Instagram, yeah. Of course, of course. It's gotta be, or that's just a big miss. Well, let's, <laughs> let's move on to something that is shipping. Yeah. Um, so I just bought the new Ecobee 3. Yes, congratulations. Where's my little, like, belt a ring? I don't <laughs> have one. And then what happened? <laughs> and then um, they upgraded it. Yeah, it's before it came out like eight very, minutes after it's I did very similar, very similar to when I bought my first Prius, and about two weeks later they announced the new one. Nice, nice. This is why I always recommend buy things immediately. But this is <laughs> this is in in concert with our our theme of talking about Alexa and, That's right. and the Echo because it has Alexa built in. It does, and it's actually one better than Alexa built in because, as as you know, many of these devices. Um, that are out there, the connected devices, the smarter home devices, as I call them, are compatible with uh, things like uh, what's her name and uh, the Echo devices, you know, Google Home, you name it. Uh, what they did with the Echo B fourth generation was they included an Alexa hub. I'm sorry if we're setting off your devices. It's, it's hard to just constantly not say your name. Right. right. So, so the it's a Echo Hub. What is it's that? It's a mean? hub. I got clarification from Echo B on this. So it is. We know specifically that's what it's officially called. So there's an, a, a far field listening uh, array of microphones on board and a speaker. So this will act as a full fledged Amazon Echo, um, where you will not have to say. Normally, with the way that Echo works you tend to have to say another word on top of the command that you want to say because it's a skill. Like you would say, what's her name? Tell Echo B to turn down the living room thermostat. Since okay. it's native since it's native and built in and you're talking right to it, you could say, turn down the living room thermostat. Now, of course, if you only have one, I would hope that you would be able to just say, just turn down the temperature. Yeah, right. But well, it comes with an extra sensor, so there's probably you probably true. want to be specific. That, in wanna, fact, that's the fun of the Ecobee is it has the extra sensors. So that's right. The existing Ecobees work with an Echo as a hub, correct? As a as a controller, basically, a controller. because okay. these these the voice assistant devices, the Google Home, the the Echo, the upcoming speakers from we assume from Apple and also announced from Microsoft are just. They just help you with things. They're not true home automation controllers. Right. Well, so w one of the things that's fun about Ecobee is they've done both. They, they work with, well, maybe they work with the Google Home as well. I don't know. But they work with uh, the Amazon with Amazon as a skill. And mm -hmm. they also work with HomeKit. So if you're security-minded, right. maybe you want to go that route. If you're all into the uh, Echo ecosystem, then you can go that way. As, uh, just either one or both, actually. That's right. And did both. Ooh. Echo B, um, I reached out to them over uh, Twitter and they did confirm that while it's they, they can't really announce anything specifically yet, they are working with the new Google um, SDK, uh, the Google Assistant SDK that Google recently released to do some native integrations. Um, but it's not going to be where you could. There's differences between how uh, Amazon has wanted to go about doing full scale uh, hardware integration, and they have a uh, a set of specifications and documents on how manufacturers could truly integrate uh, Alexa into their devices, like Echobee did with the the fourth generation. Google is, of course, a little bit more open and lenient, so it seems that um, is a little bit um, 
you know, it's a little bit more lax in terms of how uh, the rules are for manufacturers to integrate, but they are looking into it. So I would assume in a few months we'll see some uh, some integration with uh, the, uh, with probably the fourth generation. I would assume the Echo B3 as well because it's going to be software. It's not going to be a hardware. They're not going to release an Echo B4 with Google Home integration. It's just going to be a software update. Okay. Okay. So that's that's pretty cool. I like what they did. Uh, timing, of course, was frustrating as all get out because I didn't get the advantage of it. But if you don't care about Alexa on your – actually, an Alexa hub in your Ecobee, you can buy the older Ecobee and still – for a, a significantly discounted price, it's down to 176 mm-hmm. bucks today. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly for us, uh, that is not going to help us. And we discovered that <laughs> Amazon has discontinued a year ago their price matching guarantee. So, yeah, oh. it was probably too late for us now. But anyway, something to know. Okay, yeah. so and both is- thermostats are, are very other than that Alexa integration. From what I understand, the other the thermostat technology is essentially identical. Yeah, yeah. So I'm okay. Me and Stephen, Stephen gets uh, we're in the same boat. We're both happy. We got to play with it way early. <laughs> earlier i should say okay nice. so so now we're up to speed we got the echo look which is the the camera in your closet that watches you get dressed we've got the ego before <laughs> that will listen to you when you just happen to be in the hallway uh talking to your to your thermostat uh then this week uh we got two new things so the next piece of hardware is called the echo show okay not look but show that's right you don't <laughs> so, it's so not many looking at you that it's not it's not looking at you it's showing you things so Are you maybe looking at me so so maybe when you take a photo on your echo look it will show up on your echo show is that really a bad pun where's where's the bell for the bad puns i think, I think you're, you're getting over the line there you're stretching it <laughs> okay all right so what is the echo show the Echo Show is a tabletop version of the, not that you couldn't put the Echo on your tabletop, but it's a, it's more like an appliance looking thing. Almost looks like, um, I compared it to like one of those uh, screens that they have on the desks in like Star Trek The Next Generation for video calls. And this has a seven inch color touchscreen on it and a camera. So while they showed that you can, uh, see things that, um, Lady A will be telling you in terms of if you're asking for recipes, if you're asking for directions, it's going to show maps, all of those things that it would tell you, it's now going to tell you, but also have visual context. So obviously, Amazon has been working on this for a while, um, the the infrastructure to, to bring up all of this visual information. But it seems that the the hidden part of it, the the real the killer app, so to speak, is really video calling. Uh, which you can do voice activated by simply saying someone's name. And also there's this seemingly controversial feature called drop-in where you can just, you know, drop in on a friend. (laughs) Surprisingly. I I, I definitely want to talk about Uh, drop-in and maybe we'll just jump to there and then we'll go back and talk about what's good about it. I I do want to say that I misrepresented uh, the way drop-in worked and luckily uh, Jason Viglioni clarified it for me on Twitter. Um, so the way I understand drop-in works, which I did misrepresent on clockwise, was that you choose your closest friends and family, specific people, not everybody in your in your contact list, and you choose which Echo Show drop-in works on. And then those people, if you opt in to drop-in for those people on that device, they can video call you and you only have 10 seconds to decide whether to decline that video call. Hmm. 
Only 10 seconds. 10 seconds. So you can change it to a voice call or you can decline inter- entirely. And uh, I, I was glad Jason wrote to me. I, I had tried to look this up while I was on, on Clockwise, but I, I didn't get to it quickly enough. I didn't get to the answer. Um, but they they market this towards an elderly relative who apparently doesn't care about their privacy. Uh, it let the family know it's time for dinner. Yeah, because the teenagers are going to want you to turn on video right. in their room or check exactly. on the baby in the nursery. Right. Now, I actually, the baby probably doesn't have privacy concerns, but it turns out babies aren't up in the air. This is, <laughs> That's true. This so, sits on a the, tabletop and it's angled up. So like if you were sitting down in front of it, it would be at a nice angle to look at. But I'm, so, I'm sure it's not that heavy. You, I'm sure you could stick some Velcro on it and, it, and stick it on the ceiling. <laughs> I just looked at it. I'm going, you know, I, I, I tried to set a baby monitor up to look at my grandson and, and it I, I didn't even ever succeed in getting it to work uh, at all. But this thing is going to, you know, if you put your baby in a little fishnet thing up hanging in the corner, <laughs> like you do the, the stuffed animals, you, know, you right. can then watch your baby with the baby monitor. And, and I'm sure this this podcast, Allison's podcast, does not necessarily endorse that idea. <laughs> um, but um, so much. Right. Yeah, exactly. Don't 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 try it, people. Um, what what the uh, the show is going to be able to do is connect to other connected devices like security cameras, video doorbells and oh. video baby monitors, which apparently would be attached to the ceiling or the top of the crib or something. Oh, so I misunderstood. OK, so okay. that's that's part of the smart home feature where obviously the Echo has all of that built in at this point, you know, turn your lights off and, and run commands and talk to smart things and, and all of that stuff. So now you're going to get the ability to check in on those things that have video capability. So that's that's helpful. Um, Is that easier than doing it on the phone you have with you? Well, I think, and this is going to be part of the discussion, and we'll, we'll get a little bit more into this late, later. I think that having this as an appliance, so to speak, we've had video calling. I mean, everyone's been talking about this, so it's not really new, but technically video calling has been around since Skype, which you and I are speaking on right now. Um, Skype and other video chat apps weren't always the easiest. Then, of course, in uh, I started back with CUC Me in oh yes, nineteen sixty two or something. <laughs> Not that far. Wow, back. I didn't didn't know it went back that far. Wow, uh, <laughs> the bandwidth had to be terrible back in the sixties. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, in twenty ten, of course, we got FaceTime, which Apple promised it would be an open standard, which it has yet to be, uh, maybe one day. And ninety-two, by the way, was see you, see me. Ah, okay. There we go. Um, so anyways, we, we've, we've experienced a video calling, but it's always been, you have to press a button, you have to do something extra, set up a, an app or even FaceTime. Super simple. is just, you know, call someone, but this is an appliance. This is sitting on your kitchen counter. This is right there. It's using something, Amazon has made this play for the home over the past couple of years. And now with whatever percentage of uh, the U.S., I, I saw this. I, I can't quote the number because I, I don't remember what it was, but it was a very high percentage of how many of these Echo devices may be in people's homes. And Amazon doesn't save, correct? They don't say. Uh, so people have had to just make these, uh, you know, Figures approximate based on uh, sales and and what what people uh, and and surveys, uh, and especially says eleven million. Uh, I gotta think it's higher than that. I mean, if you think about it, the Echo Dot was thirty nine dollars on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. That's huge. But 
that's like a fancy dinner. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Out at a nice restaurant for two. But anyways, so now that Amazon has been in the home and they have let's just say millions, we don't know if it's truly tens of millions, but millions of these things out there, you introduce the next generation product, which works with all of these other things with a personal assistant that you're used to talking to that now can (laughs) drop in on your friends or make video calls um, and work on your smart home and, and show you things. And again, because it's just sitting there, you don't have to think about turning it on, waking it up, did you turn on, you know, the voice recognition stuff? It's just, it just works, you know, not to coin the phrase from Apple, but. Um, I, I know I'm wrong about this and I'm going to keep saying it anyway. I, what I don't understand is how Amazon has managed to get people to use this. The same people actually already have access to identical services on Siri and, and I've talked about this on the show before, but my, I have a friend who's got an Apple Watch, he's got an iPhone, he's got, an, uh, he's got Apple TVs, and he's got Macs, right? So he's got yep. some Apple device sprinkled everywhere, including touching his physical body. That's and right. he told me, Allison, you can't believe how cool this Amazon Echo thing is. This thing is so cool. I can yell out her name and she'll play music for me. Like, look at your watch, your phone, your, your, Mac, your Apple TV. They all do this already for you. That's you know? right. I, not all of them, but, but you know what I mean? I mean, he, he's like, yeah, but I can, I can turn my Hue lights on and off. It's like, lift your wrist. You don't have to walk in the room where the Amazon Echo is. But they've, there's something about it that it, maybe it's the it just works thing. And, and Siri has failed enough times in the past, at least, that people don't trust it to try it again. Or maybe it still doesn't work. I don't know for everybody, but I don't understand. I, I'm I'm betting that you're absolutely right that the Echo Show will become the the hot thing, and people will be making video calls on it, and I'll still be standing there going, "But you can do it on your phone, and it's already with you." I think part of it is, and and I've I've now lived with these devices kind of on and off because I I bought the Echo Dot last year when it came out, uh, the first generation, I bought the Google Home because, you know, of course, I review these products, but to be a good product reviewer, and and because I I do home automation personally, I don't just, it's not just I play this guy on YouTube who knows this stuff, I actually do this stuff. So for me, it really is that concept from, that was made very, you know, famous in, you know, the computer thing in Star Trek The Next Generation. There's something unique and extremely, extremely helpful to be able to talk to the room so that you don't even have to think about, okay, well, is my phone around? Is it because the iPhone and smartphones aren't designed for far field listening, right? But, but Amazon is your phone right now about at, two feet, at, but <laughs> at any time in your life, I, I can tell you what's far away from me, my kitchen, where my echo is, it's really far. <laughs> Almost right. every room in my house is not inside the kitchen. Right, right. Well, but but um, but Allison, <laughs> but Amazon wants you to have an Echo in every room, an Echo Dot. There you go. There you go. And actually, <laughs> right? technically, I moved my Dot up into my into my uh, under my desk so it's near me so that I can get my messages every five minutes right. from Joe. But <laughs> right, because I'm the only one who's talking. To <laughs> actually, we'll get into that in a minute. We don't want to. Okay, miss, okay. No, 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 just no, a it's tease just... to the next story. But that's right. That's but right. They they have absolutely made it feel like what you just said. People feel that, and yet I, I, our mutual friend Tom Merritt of the Daily Tech News Show oh, yes. uh, talked about how he wore an Apple Watch for about a month and he saw absolutely no utility to it and he gave it away. Mm. Yesterday, he's talking about the fact he says I 
can't tell you how many times I holler out to my my Echo Dot and I ask her what time it is. I mean, <laughs> you had a watch. It was on your wrist. And, and, I do use that. on. I That's the most used function on my Apple Watch is what time is it? Yeah, well, it, it turns out. It, well, and I've laughed because my, uh, my daughter didn't wear a watch most of her life. And then she got an Apple Watch. She goes, Mom, it's amazing. It's right there. You know? Yeah, what a concept. I know. And it, yet people aren't. It's I'm wrong because Amazon is winning this. And I just for the life of me, I do not understand part of it. And and part of the part of it is like um, I I won't make this a 10 minute thing. But with the Apple Watch to activate Siri, you either have to press and hold the digital crown or is it press and hold or press whatever it is. You have to do something physically with it or you have to turn your wrist, make sure that the, the display shows up and then you can say Hey, so and so. Right. And then, of course, with your phone again. Yeah, usually my phone is is pretty near me, but I know that it's not that great at listening to me uh, very well from far. So the concept of me in the back of my mind knowing, oh, there's an appliance in my I live in a 396 square foot tiny home. Wow. So really, it doesn't it doesn't matter where I am. And if I had a larger place, I would get multiples of these things. But for me, it doesn't matter where I am in my place. I know that it can pick up my voice really well. Uh, and that's actually the I know this is an Amazon thing. But for me, the the other one, the the uh, Google Assistant uh, works a little bit, quite a bit better at, at voice recognition far away than oh, the um, than the Google and the Amazon Echo Dot um, in my testing. But so anyways, one of my for- theories is that the the uh, Amazon is winning because she triggers so often you don't forget she's there because she's like, what? What? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you yep. call me? It, oh, no, I'll go it, back to sleep. It, yeah, exactly. But for me, it, and I think for many users, just that you know in the back of your mind, you don't have to think about it. You just start saying something. It's like talking to a, a family member or someone else who just happens to be there. Hey, can you turn off the lights? Can you turn on the TV? It's just, okay. it's there. You know it. You don't have to press a thing to activate it. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not going to sit here and pretend that my watch is 100% responsive. When it works, it's amazing, though. Oh, sure. <laughs> At turning off my lights in particular, I mean. Of course. Okay, of course. so, so uh, let's see. Was there, Oh, you mentioned in the show notes, you said that Nucleus just got Sherlocked. Uh, what is Nucleus? Nucleus, and, and interesting, I didn't know about this thing either until literally a week ago because I wrote, uh, when the Echo B4 came out, I wrote this article on smarterhomelife.com about are we witnessing the next big platform lock-in, you know, with Amazon, and especially with, you know, the Alexa hub being built into the Echo B4. So I was doing research, are there any other products that directly embed Alexa? And it turns out, not quite the same way, but this company called Nucleus created this product called the Nucleus. It's it's a hub uh, type device, very similar to the Echo Show. It's basically a video intercom. It allows you to keep, you know, uh, I was going to say keep tabs on maybe kids, but um, <laughs> but keep up with your friends and your family. And it's largely, um, largely a very similar looking device as well. And it's portable and you can, you can talk to them and it has Alexa built in and uh, she can, call people and, and make the video calls and whatnot. And oddly enough, it was, it was created roughly a year ago and it's been selling since last fall. It was funded as part of a startup like development uh, investment fund run by Amazon. Oh, you're kidding. 
the CEO did an article, uh, has done a number of interviews now lately, um, and especially one with uh, Recode, where he says they they kind of just feel that they stole their idea. And it's it's awful just because it was funded by Amazon. Oh, that's wild. Did, did he not read the fine print closely enough? I mean, I... I, I, you know, he's, I don't know him, so uh, we haven't, we haven't, we haven't chatted. So, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah you've got a link for the show notes uh, that that record article with the CEO. Wow. I, I, and I, I, it didn't. It took, it took me. Um, I didn't initially think of it because you know my mind has been racing with with everything going on this week with uh, with, with Amazon and tech releases and whatnot, but. Um, it didn't initially click for me with the nucleus, even though just literally the other day I had just uh, discovered it because I was writing about it in the in the other article that I wrote. But yeah, it's a very very similar device. Oh, is it uh, is it on a, a shipping device yet? Uh, oh yeah 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 nucleuslife.com. Buy one. <laughs> and 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 they come in. They're they're recommended to buy them in two packs, just like the Echo Show. Wow. It's a little bit, I believe. Let's see, it's a little bit. Bucks. Right. So, so how basically, much is show? to thirty. Okay. And you get a discount. Uh, you get a discount with the Echo Show if you buy two. You get a hundred dollars off. I it looks like you do not get a discount if you buy two of them with the Nucleus. Yeah, two pack is three ninety eight. Uh, oh yeah, you get a little bit of a discount because actually you get the same because it's two forty nine. So actually, the Nucleus is a little bit is. Ten dollars or more expensive. Wait, wait, wait. Than, no, no. One hundred ninety-eight. Let me see. One ninety-eight point four times two is three ninety-six, and they're selling two for three ninety-eight. So you pay oh. more if you buy a two pack. Interesting. On their <laughs> website, it shows two forty-nine. So I wonder okay. if there's a discount somewhere else, ah. or the the sing, a single discount somewhere else. If you're on the <laughs> if you're on the Amazon site, which is That's I guess selling the nucleus. Yeah. Don't don't go do that. Very, very interesting. How odd that they did it to their the thing they were actually. Uh, Maybe they forgot. Maybe they <laughs> forgot. Oh, we invested in this thing that we copied. Oops. Yeah. Forgot to forgot to redact that uh, <laughs> that document. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, it, it it doesn't look good. I mean, I'm I'm sure maybe there's some. We'll get you know some official story out of it, but it doesn't seem like the best. The best, uh, the best um, story to come out right now. So, if you didn't do home automation for a living, would you consider the Echo Show? Does it I solve think, a problem you have? Um, no, because here's the other part, and I could go and this would only take me a minute to talk about. So, I am as concerned with privacy as everyone else is. Um, there are certain times of the day where I just don't think I'm going to be interacting with my Google home or if I have it plugged in the, the echo dot that I just keep them on mute, which I am assured by, uh, people who have teared, uh, teared these things down or torn these things down. And by other technical reviewers who say that when you press that mute button, it is physically disconnecting the electric, uh, contacts that are enabling those microphones to be on. Okay. Now, whether that can be disabled remotely by the FBI or the CIA or Russian hackers or whatnot, who knows? But so I'm concerned about it. I do understand how the technology works. So based on that, it's not just recording my conversations 
and sending them off into the ether. It's just recording the wake word um, and in the, the uh, it's not it's it's just basically recording what I say after the wake word while I'm commanding it. But with a camera, that's where I really sort of draw the line because not that you know not that I'm doing anything in this home that I shouldn't be doing. But I just I'm even more concerned about an always on camera, which we've had since before the Echo, right before the Echo came out in late 2014 that started putting in uh, always on or always connected microphones. We had drop cams, right? There were other connected uh, devices, obviously uh, iMacs and other, you know, PCs and laptops have had web cameras and there's been concerns about those. So now we're adding additional cameras via either the echo look in your closet <laughs> or uh, and in your bedroom which is which is an intimate space um, or the echo show which could be anywhere in your home and there is no option uh, most of these devices don't have a physical way of shutting that uh, camera off the only one that I've seen that I actually saw this at CES there's a um, security camera that came out from a company called Sumphy, who, or is it Sumphy? I'm not. It's a European uh, pronunciation. Who? It seemed like they only used to make like automated window blinds and shades, and now they're getting into security. But their security camera had a motorized little shutter that you could tell it to just come down over the camera. You knew that the camera was actually not going to see anything. So. I have a security camera. It's it's from Zmodo. It's one of the companies that uh, that I've been reviewing uh, their products, and I actually have the camera plugged into a home automation on-off module. And it's tied into the home automation system so that if I'm, there's only certain times when the camera is on and it has power. It's when I'm asleep or I'm not home. Okay. And that's one guaranteed way to make sure that the camera is turned off. Yeah, because you've got, a, you've got something different. You know, um, I, I've reviewed the, uh, the Omna from D-Link, which is a oh, yes. home automation. It's an interior security camera. Mm-hmm. And the reason we went towards that was because it is a HomeKit compatible device. And all the stuff that's on my good network is only the HomeKit stuff. And uh, we went out of town when we were on our vacation and uh, uh, to Peru and Ecuador. And while I was gone, we put our house sitter and my daughter. We gave them privileges through the home auto, through HomeKit to be allowed to see our devices. So anyway, we're uh, it's a couple of weeks after the trip, and Steve and I are sitting down watching TV, and all of a sudden our lights start going on and off. And Uh-oh. all of a sudden, my daughter's voice comes over the Omni, going, "Hey." Did you forget to revoke my privileges? And it's been two weeks. And it was just like, ah, you know, it, it, that was something I did to myself. But, uh, you know, we actually do do these things to ourselves. So, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, we've moved that into the living room so that we can watch our dog who pretends she never gets on the furniture, watch her of sleep course. on the couch at all times. Of course, of course. Th- this reminds me, by the way, um, I don't know who definitely said this first, but I found a quote from Keith Jensen from three years ago where he's talking about the uh, the book 1984. And mm-hmm. He said, what Orwell failed to predict was that we'd buy the cameras ourselves and that our biggest fear would be that nobody was watching. Right. <laughs> Right. Exactly. I mean, we we are doing this willingly. We are willingly putting all of this technology into our our homes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, creepy technology, um, <laughs> actually, this one might be the least creepy or maybe the most creepy. The reason <laughs> Joe and I started talking was because Amazon upgraded their Alexa app and this week. And uh, why, don't you, why don't you tell people what that is? So they updated. So I was just writing this just a little while ago. So not only did we get the the Echo Show announcement, which doesn't ship until the end of next month, by the way. So June 28th is when, even if you pre-order it, you won't get one until then. But they kind of gave us uh, something to hold us over. So now, as of this past Tuesday, two days ago, everyone who has a existing Amazon Echo device, not the Amazon Tap, as it turns out, the battery-operated, you know, kind of the one that you have to press the button where okay. you used to, all Echo device owners, now your Echo is now a speakerphone. And you can communicate with other Echo devices and other users of the Alexa app who may not even have an Echo because they've built all of the functionality of making uh, the Internet, you know, we'll just call it Alexa phone calls and uh, communications in terms of you can send people a voice message, which will also transcribe it with some success, as we have found out. Um, and it'll send it and transcribe it to other users. You can there's a little keyboard icon that you can uh, you can simply type to people as well if you if you prefer texting and you don't want to te uh, to guess what you're actually saying. Um, but the ability the ability number one that they have now turned this on is I mean I will say okay as a reviewer as a tech guy as a home automation guy number one yes that's fantastic. I think that's a great move. Yes, it kind of further cements Amazon into the you know, into our world. And and as we joked about, and you'll you'll hear if you watch the video, because there's a video that apparently is now number two on YouTube. If uh, you type in Alexa calling, that uh, I did some recordings of uh, doing some fun conversations and testing with uh, my good friend Allison, <laughs> uh, and uh, the other day. Um, but apparently there are multicolor LEDs beyond blue and like orange red in the in the Echo devices. So I think it's a full spectrum because now it turns green if you have an incoming call or it will flash green if you have a message waiting. And uh, it's really cool. But as um, some people have reported, and I think you said this as well, I, and I, I, if you didn't say it, I, I think we should say it. That, anyway. I'll give you credit anyways. Um What's interesting, though, is anyone who has your phone number, of course, once you, you have to go in and let you if you do not let the Alexa app during the setup of this feature, if you do not let it access your contacts, the feature is basically useless because there is no way to build a manual list. Other people can call you, but you cannot contact or message other people until you allow it to look through your contacts because it's using but, but your... it's not just looking through your contacts. And, well, and they're, they're yeah. vague at all about this. They didn't hide it in small print. It says, right. if you say yes to allowing Alexa access to your contacts, we are going to slurp them up onto the internet. Uh, yep. And it said, you know, occasionally to keep it up to date. So right. if uh, when Joe did this, he put Allison's phone number on the internet. Right. And it doesn't, there is, you're right. And there doesn't seem to be a way for me to undo that. Yeah. Even though I actually tried to turn the contacts off and it has simply a, a cached local copy, I assume, or the, it, it simply maintains 
uh, what it found. I don't know that turning the contact sharing off deleted it off of Amazon's servers. And there's no other setting that I could find that does that. The, right. the other interesting effect, though, was uh, after after Joe did that and then he called or he, he texted me first and said, hey, I want to play with this thing. Let's do it. And he and he contacted me. I can now contact him. So in my Alexa app, I have a list of people that I can talk to. And his name was the only one there. Well, a couple hours after that happened, I got a call on my uh, Amazon, on my Echo Dot from John F. Braun. And a couple hours after that, I got one from Katie Floyd. And so <laughs> now I can call three different people on my Echo Dot. But but I, I got into a discussion about it with John because he said, I said, you realize you updated, you uploaded your contacts, phone numbers, your friends and family's numbers and, and information to Amazon's cloud. And he goes, oh, I guess it did upload my information. I said, no, 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 no. It uploaded my information. And that's that's kind of an interesting thing if you know if i choose to do that and i'm sorely tempted because it is really cool everybody who knows me i'm about to put your contact information on on the internet and is that okay with you well you don't even get a say in that that's right i this is one of those things that i i said it when we were doing the um the testing i'm just really not so sure about this again i had to do it because you know to make this happen although on, on your side, again, you haven't had to share your entire set of contacts. So at least, I guess, sort of for people who if you don't share anything, but people share your number, you can potentially talk to them after they they have to initiate a call or a message or something to you first. And then right. you have the ability to at least contact them back. Now, an interesting we were talking about how many of these things are out there and how much. I don't know. This may not be a perfect figure at this point, because if you ha- if you didn't have I guess you have to go through this setup process, I think. And you have to make sure that you have a phone number of some kind verified with Alexa. I don't think it's I don't know that it's the same phone number and like contact info that you have with your Amazon account. But I'm looking at my list of contacts in the app right now, which has been kind of building over the past couple of days. There are eight of them out of however many 100 or 150 contacts that I have in my entire phone. So that's a, at this point for early adopters, it's a pretty small number uh, of people. You know, I jumped right into what I didn't like about it. So let's talk about how fun it is, though. It is fun. So it it is is really good. And Joe and I have been just annoying the daylights out of each other all afternoon. It was really hard to get anything done. But you holler out to the A-lady and you say... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, leave a voice message for Joe Deganzik. And uh, she says, did you mean jo- jo- Joe Deganzik? And I don't know which one's right. Who's right, me or, or her? Uh, do, uh, you're, you're right. Okay. She, she's, she's not right. She's close. She's close. Anyway, close. she says, is that who you mean? Right. And I say, right. And sometimes she, she leaves the voicemail for you. Sometimes she says, I don't know what right means. Um, <laughs> sometimes she responds to right. She responds to okay and yes. Um and then uh, two things happen. You get that voicemail. You get a little green ring on your end, and it yep. makes a little noise if you happen to be near it. But it's going to keep yep. doing that green ring that tells you that you've got voice messages. So you can yell out to her, say, play my voice messages, and then she reads them back to you. But you also get it on your phone in the app as a text message and a right. voice message, right? Right. Exactly. You get the recording and you get the text message. So that's... Um, I do like the fact that they've done they've done everything on day one. Like they've given you all these options. You can read the text message. You can listen back to it. 
And, and the transcription so it, was really good. Really good until today. Oh, <laughs> they started getting they started getting bad. What I noticed was I was li- I was listening to uh, one of the Twit podcasts earlier when I was sending some of the messages to you, and I kept picking up words from far away and uh, not always gra- grabbing my voice, which I thought was kind of strange because it's so good about listening to you and ignoring things far away. But this was on my phone; I wasn't doing it through the Echo, so that's. Again, the the Echo devices are designed to really pick up the dominant voice. So the the phone, the smartphone uh, device mics are not necessarily set up that way. Yeah, you and I also were uh, wondering before the show started whether the servers might be getting hammered right now because she seemed to fail a lot more often today than she did yesterday. Yeah, and and and, and I know she's they, getting dumber. Yeah. And they brought, let's see, iOS went live on Tuesday. Android went live yesterday. So that means now you've got potentially everybody or as many people who know about it um, trying this out, at least. I I don't know how popular this will be. It might be popular. What I was going to say, again, with just one quick um, time machine to the uh, the privacy thing, by sharing uh, many of us, you know, it's easy to dodge phone calls these days. Not that many people have landlines. I don't uh, just have the the iPhone. But of course, it's easy to just if you get a call, it's on silent. You just hit, you know, ignore or, or you just leave it alone. But now by placing these by enabling phone calls on these devices that you already have that are turned on that are sitting in your house, you now basically created a landline because now people who have your cell number or whatever number that's tied to your account can call right into you um, directly. Uh, there is, but we can. There, we figured out how to stop that. Right. There is a do not disturb feature. This appears to be new, <laughs> and it comes with a purple light. Um, you can turn. You can turn do not disturb on per Echo device, which is which is good. I think um, there's no way to turn do not disturb on for the Alexa app that I have found, but there is for each individual device. You go into the Alexa app under settings and then uh, dive into one of the devices, and you can set do not disturb. There but doesn't I don't appear think to the Alexa app makes noise. Does it? Or uh, well, I usually keep my sound down. I don't yeah, know. it 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 does. If you're if if you're if you're not on silent mode, if you're out of the app, it just tends to bring up that little um, the notification, notification bar. Center. So it doesn't okay. it doesn't take over your screen like the traditional uh, phone app does. Oh yeah, it, talk about that. Uh, in terms of uh, oh, well, taking over the screen. Yeah, yeah. So I talked about leaving each other voice messages, which is what we've been doing. But you can actually make phone calls. I that's that right. Probably phone obvious calls. to everybody, what, what but a, I don't know what a concept. Yeah. yeah. So it will take over. What we found was when you're in the Alexa app and you're doing an actual phone call through the app, um, whoever's on the receiving or starting end, um, and you're just on the Alexa app itself, it takes over the entire app. You can't go back to the what they call the conversation screen. There's three new icons in the new app at the bottom of the screen. The middle one is kind of where you're you're going to live for all these conversations with your friends and phone calls and messages. But the entire app gets taken over by the phone call if you're in a call on the Alexa app. And so that's kind of weird, but I, I guess until now, the Alexa app was really used for just making setting changes. It wasn't really used for anything um, except, you know, linking up your devices and, you know, and deleting recordings of what you've said. So now it's going to be a, a place that you probably go more often. 
So I thought that was kind of weird with the, the phone call taking over. The other thing, and I did some additional testing that day and, and I think yesterday as well, just to confirm a few things. This is not a full phone replacement, or at least not yet. Amazon hasn't rolled out any additional features to really make this into something amazing. While you can leave uh, messages and call people like we've done, there's no call waiting. There's no call transfer, as we found out. I don't. I don't want to give away what we found out because you should really watch the video if you go to. Oh, we got to the, tell them about it. All right. Well, in a second. <laughs> um, what What I was getting at is if if you're not available at all, like say you have Do Not Disturb turned on on your Echo devices or they're unplugged, and say your phone is in airplane mode or something, if someone attempts to call you, um, and they've got you know your contact in your in their list. It'll just ring a few times and give up. There's no option for voicemail. There's no option to send oh, a message or anything. It doesn't roll so over to that. Great. Doesn't roll over. Doesn't roll over at all. So hmm. it's it's not a full replacement. Now whether Amazon you know adds those things in the future that could make it not really a complete phone replacement, but you could see that people could potentially just start living in the Amazon world, which of course Amazon wants you to do. <laughs> Who knows what they're using? <laughs> what we're assuming they're not keeping recordings of all of your phone conversations, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh, I reached out to Amazon on a couple of these privacy questions and they have not yet returned my email. So we'll see what they say. But do you want to go into our yeah. fun, our fun thing that we discovered? So Joe had called me echo to uh, echo to echo. And um, then once he had done that, I realized I could call him because now I've been populated with that one, one person I can call and so a little while later, I called him, and uh, he had unplugged his Echo. So the the call answered on his phone. And so he's like, okay, well, I'll just answer it in the Echo app. And so he's talking to me on the Echo app, and I'm talking to him on, the, on my Dot. And then we got an idea, well, what would happen when he plugged in his Echo Dot? And we thought, maybe it'll gracefully do you know a handoff of sorts over to the Echo Dot, or at least ask him if he wants to do that. But that's, that's right. not what happened. What happened, nope. Joe? Well, nothing happened actually when it when it came online. It just it just booted up and that was it. But then, of course, we got the ridiculous idea of saying, "Well, what happens if I call you from the from my Echo Dot to your Alexa app with Not the existing up. right with the existing call going in in place?" So, as it turned out, we were able to do uh, both of, both two simultaneous phone calls to each other from app to dot and dot to app. And it's all on video. If you go to smarterhomelife.com, um, there's a linked video in the in the uh, little how-to article I posted. Or just search for Alexa Calling on YouTube and you'll find it. It's the number two video under CNET. Uh, they've got the number one spot, but they're CNET. But anyways, um, yeah, we're, we're <laughs> all... Was, we're, that was so mind-bending. We both it just was kind so of went, like, and And the question was really, why did... I guess maybe Amazon didn't think about this, but it's sort of like, why does it even allow that? Like, wouldn't it just I, 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 I thought, honestly, what it was going to do is produce some sort of busy signal like yeah. you're already on a call. Silly. What are you doing? You know, so, you know, that what that tells you is that we could also do uh, Alexa app to Alexa app and dot to dot. Exactly. We didn't try it and, out, and but that. But I mean, that should work. You can use an Alexa app without owning a dot. That's and right. You can lose, use an, oh, here's another point. Wait a minute. We need lots of dots <laughs> and make multiple calls on the dots. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, this is going to get very expensive. Yeah, I think we need, uh, to, do, we need to do a matrix. <laughs> we got to find somebody. I, I bet Micah Sargent would play with us. Someone needs to sponsor it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> can we get some free dots from Amazon? Um, and I tried it with, uh, I did try it with a friend of mine who had an Amazon account and did not own an Echo device. So he went into the Alexa app, uh, downloaded the new version uh, associated with his phone number with it, and we were able to converse. In fact, he's the one who called me and you know got nothing in terms of just uh, you know, five or six rings and then no messaging thing. Hmm. Um, the other thing I thought of, oh, this was interesting, was a friend of mine uh, was going to test it with me yesterday, and ultimately we did, and he texted me saying, your phone number like I can't find you. And I thought, oh, that's right. I have my Google voice number associated with uh, with Alexa and Amazon. Oh. I don't have my cell number, which is generally what everyone has. So I thought it's almost a kind of cool privacy protection. Now not everyone's just going to be randomly calling me. Not that I mind, you know, my friends calling me. But, you know, as a, as a society, it seems that we have moved on to this. Oh, please text me first, then call me, then you can come over or we'll go to a you know, we'll go meet for coffee or something. Um, so I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. There are there are a lot of things to think about in this. Um, it is interesting since, like I said, I could take my wrist up and say, uh, hey, Sh- Shlomo, you know, call Joe Duganzik, and I could right. do that from my watch. But I've been doing it on the Echo Dot all afternoon. Right. Maybe because it's new, but it but it was fun, and I got to tell you, I'm I'm, I, I'm pretty tempted to uh, to to turn it on. Well, I did do a t- uh, Twitter poll. Uh, let me check in on it and see how it's going. Let's mm. see. Uh, my Twitter poll was: How do you feel about your friends uploading your contact information to Amazon so they can use Echo Voice calling? Six percent say I trust Amazon. Forty percent say I wish they wouldn't. That is your friends uploading your contact information. Mm-hmm. 54% answered, they're doing what? So um, <laughs> it's only about 15 votes so far, but it's still uh, it's still an interesting result. You know, Amazon of the companies, I don't distrust them. I give them a giant truckload of money every month. So right. maybe, maybe I, they're okay to have that information. Maybe they will keep it protected. I know that some of the some uh, various podcasters and journalists have been saying that one unique thing about Amazon is they keep the data. They're not selling it to a third party for advertising purposes because they're they just want they just want the information they to sell, sell you. More toilet paper. They just want exactly they want to sell you more stuff, probably stuff that you don't even need, um, but stuff that you do need too. So they're. From from what everyone understands, it seems they're keeping all of that in house. Unlike if you're handing your data over to Facebook, they're trying to sell ads, and they're you know, or or anyone else who's in that business. Amazon appears to just keep everything in house. But again, what are the privacy implications? How is it being secured? Can you request your phone number, your contact set that you upload that you have to to use these calling features that I assume you have to do the same thing to enable video calling uh, because I'm assuming it's another voice, uh, another phone number associated type thing with the upcoming Echo Show. Can you request that information to be deleted off of Amazon's servers and just, you know, leave it on your phone? Yeah. We don't know. We don't know that yet. Right, right, right. 
Well, I hate to cut this off because this is really fun, and uh, but I do have to cut it off, unfortunately. All righty. I, I really enjoyed experimenting with you, and like I've been t- we've been telling the audience, you really need to go watch Joe's Smarter Home Life video of our shenanigans with Echo Calling because it's great. It, it really shows you how it works out. Uh, but if, is there anything else you'd like to plug? Yeah, one last quick thing. I've got a giveaway that's got some really cool security cameras and a video doorbell from Zmodo and some of the new, uh, brand new um, smart lights uh, that have infrared LEDs to help with uh, night vision. And, you know, they do all the color changing fun stuff from LifeX. That giveaway is going on until 3 p.m. Pacific time, Pacific Pacific Daylight time, uh, this coming Tuesday, May 16th. And you can enter, get all the details at smarterhomelife.com slash giveaway. Okay, Smarter Home Life. Great. This has been fantastic, Joe. Uh, as always, a pleasure. Next time something cool comes out, we'll have you back on. Thanks for having me on, Allison. It's always a great, uh, it's always a great time talking with you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Chit Chat Across the Pond. We are now supported by Patreon. So if you go over to podfeet.com slash Patreon, you can pledge your support to the show in weekly installments. If you don't have money to spare, I understand that. And it would be great if you used our Amazon affiliate links when you buy things on Amazon anyway, and a little bit of money goes to help the show. I love feedback, so please send me email at allison at podfeed.com. And you can join in our Facebook group over at podfeed.com slash Facebook and our community at podfeed.com slash Google+. Thanks for listening and stay subscribed.